Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode five of Sodom and I. So, yesterday we read chapter, I believe, 17 of Matthew, or 18. We read 18 of Matthew. But I want to um, just go back and reference Luke chapter 4. Because after I finished the podcast and finished recording it yesterday, I was like, I read this story before, but I have, um, this isn't when I read the story. Because I remember Jesus said, uh, you know, get behind me, Satan, but that wasn't in this one. So I went back in Matthew because I know I read it before and Matthew chapter four and Luke chapter four start the same let me go mm-hmm. in jesus and this this is uh luke chapter four and jesus being full of the holy ghost returned from jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness verse one of matthew chapter four is then jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil verse two of luke being 40 days tempted of the devil And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Matthew, verse uh, verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. Verse 3 of Luke. And the devil said to him, if thou be the son of man, be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Verse 3. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. And everything else is basically exactly the same. You know, man shall not, you know, it is is commanded. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You know, and then he used the same angel thing and will worship me thing. And Jesus said the same answers. And at the end of uh, at the end of Matthew, verse ten, then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. But in um, verse, where is it? Verse twelve, and Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You know, so it he did the same thing twice. So I just found that funny because I, I know I spoke about, um, you know, in the Bible, a lot of the times things happen like they, they say the same thing twice in a different way. But in this case, they said the exact same thing in the exact same way other than the get the hint Satan. The second time Satan did it, he just left for a season. I just, I just thought that was uh, interesting because I was like, I know I read this story before, but where did it go? And y'all see, I brought in the, the background music, the no copyright, <laughs> no copyright background music. So let's get into it. We're going to start at Matthew 19. Matthew 19. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these sayings, oh, I forgot to read the, the verse before that. Verse 35 of 18, so likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you, 
If ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. Now, I don't know why I didn't highlight that, but I will highlight that now. Verse 35 of chapter 18 in Matthew. And I think the book after Matthew I'd like to read is Ephesians. I'm going to read Ephesians after I finish Matthew. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these sayings, he departed from Galilee and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, I'm going to pause and open my AMP. Go back to Matthew 19. Okay. Man to put away his wife for every cause. And the Pharisees came to Jesus testing him and asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? He replied, Have you never read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and shall be joined inseparably to his wife? and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. I'm gonna highlight that actually. Where's that start verse four? Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Mm -hmm. Five and six. Yeah, like I like I said in the last um last episode my parents are divorced and whatnot and growing up in that household and learning you know it was just it was a little bit difficult for the kids as well you know it's it's not just a relationship between two people it's a whole family that was affected and I love my mom and my dad but I will say that that did put a little bit of a strain on my brother and I that we never really openly like spoke about but um i i don't i don't want that when i get married i want to stay together when i get married you know and i know that sometimes that things happen you know and sometimes it's the best for you guys's sanity and mental health to not be in a relationship anymore and that's completely fine but that's not what i want for myself you know i i prayed to god for a man who is God-fearing. That way when we have issues, we can, you know, we can chill for a second and then go back and read our Bible, you know, and and, and listen to what God has to say. You know, when, when you're having an argument with somebody, it's not, it shouldn't be you guys versus each other seeing who's right. It should be you guys versus the problem, seeing what the issue is and figuring out how, you guys can compromise. Love is a compromise, you know? 
sometimes the person that you love isn't always going to do exactly what you want, you know, every second of the day. But that's why you're supposed to be your own peace and you're supposed to find your own peace. You can't let somebody else be your peace because when that person doesn't do something that you want them to do, then you're going to be like, well, I don't love you anymore or you're useless or you can't do this or that. What? That don't make no sense. Because I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact, me personally, I don't do everything everyone wants me to do at every second of the day. You know, so I, you, you can't be so, let's see, overcritical. You can't be so overcritical of what other people do. You know, you have to be willing to bite the bullet. You have to be willing to compromise. Sometimes you're gonna want sometimes you're gonna have to do things that you don't want to do, like wait. And that's okay. You know? But uh what I everything that you guys go through, know that you can take a lesson from it. You know, what I took from my parents' relationship is that I wanna build off of that. You know, I want to I wanna be able to to communicate effectively and hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll just say effectively. I just want to be able to communicate clearly, effectively, and not, you know, aggressively with my partner. I want us to be able to work through any and everything. You know, that's the type of love that I want, that I have, you know? So, um, let's start at seven. They say unto him, why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? We'll go to A.M.P. The Pharisee said to him, then, then did Moses command us to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? He said to them, because your hearts were hard and stubborn. Moses permitted you to, to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it has not been this way. I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. Let's go to the little blurb. All right. Oh my God. Love a nice ad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's funny. YouTube is awesome. The disciples said to Jesus, if the relationship of a man with his wife is like this, it is better to not marry. But he said to them, not all men can accept this statement, but only those whom the, whom the capacity to receive it has been given. For there are eunuchs, yeah, who have been born that way from their mother's womb, making them incapable of, cons of consummating a marriage. And there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men for royal service and there are eunuchs who have made themselves so for the sake of the kingdom of heaven he who is able to accept this let him accept it now what verse are these this is 12 13 12 yeah who were born from their mother's womb so there are some eunuchs Let's search up the definition of that because I do not know what that means. 
Unix definition. A man who has been castrated, especially in the past, one employed to guard the woman's living areas in an Asian court. Wow. Men cannot receive the same. Alright, now with that definition in mind, let's go back to the Bible. For there are eunuchs who have been born that way from their mother's womb, from their mother's womb, making them incapable of consummating a marriage. And there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men for royal service. And there are eunuchs who have made themselves so for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to accept this, let him accept it. Mm. That's crazy. Ha! Move it to 13, because I, <laughs> I am speechless about that. I mean... I mean, I know that there's some people who, um, you know, I guess never really want to be married or, you know, are so, I guess, I don't want to say steadfast in their faith, but there are some people who dedicate their entire life to God and don't want to do it to other, you know, to anyone else. So, uh, shout out to you guys. You're strong. <laughs> you are really strong because I, I don't want to do that. I want to live my life with someone. <laughs> And I'm also a woman. <laughs> All right, 13. Jesus blesses little children. When children were brought to Jesus so that he might place his hands on them for a blessing and pray. But the disciples reprimanded them. But he said, leave the children alone and do not forbid them from coming to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Let's go ahead and highlight 14. Now let's read 14 in a King James Version. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After placing his hands on them for a blessing, he went on from there. The rich young ruler, verse 16. And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what essentially good thing shall I do to obtain eternal life, that is, eternal salvation in the Messiah's kingdom? Jesus answered, Why are you asking me about what is essentially good? There is only one who is essentially good. But if you wish to enter into eternal life, keep the commandments. He said to Jesus, which commandments? And this is 18. We're going to highlight this in blue. He, yeah, let's go ahead and keep reading in AMP. He said to Jesus, which commandments? And Jesus answered, you shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. All right, and that was 18 and 19. 
18 and 19. Keep the commandments. He saith unto him, Thou shalt not do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm -hmm. The young man said to him, I have kept all these things from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus answered him, If you wish to be perfect, that is, have the spiritual maturity that accompanies godly character with no moral or ethical deficiencies, go and sell what you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, becoming my disciple, believing and trusting in me and walking the same path of life that I walk. But when the young man heard this, he left grieving and distress, for he owned much property and had many possessions, which he treasured more than his relationship with God. Dang. 23. Jesus said to his disciples, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, it is difficult for a rich man who clings to possessions and status as security to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man who places his faith and wealth and status to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. When the disciples heard this, they were completely astonished and bewildered, saying, Then who can be saved from the wrath of God? But Jesus looked at them and said, With people... As far as it depends on them, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And who can be saved from the wrath of God? Nobody. It is impossible. With people, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Let me go ahead and uh, highlight... I'm going to highlight part of verse 26. Actually, no, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight 25 and 26. Ah, I was about to use my blue highlighter. I'm going to go ahead and use my orange highlighter. 25 and 26. When his disciples heard it, they received the name saying, I'm only going to highlight the who then can be saved. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. All right. 27. Then Peter answered him, the disciple's reward. Then Peter answered him, saying, Look, we have given up everything and followed you, becoming your disciples and accepting you as teacher and Lord. What then will be there for us? Jesus said to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, in the renewal that is the mes the mes mes bleh, whatever, the messianic, messianic, messianic <laughs> restoration and regeneration of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, 
you who have followed me becoming my disciples will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms for my name's sake will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first in this world will be last in the world to come and the last first. Amen. So let me go. I'm going to highlight. Mm, I receive a hundredfold. Number 29 and 30, because why not? And everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife <laughs> or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit everlasting life. <laughs> but many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. Man, what is the point? I was say the copyrighted music, of uncopyrighted music, and they just go stick ads in there like every five minutes. Excuse me, every ten minutes, because it's been twenty minutes, and that's the second time it happened. I might as well play nothing <laughs> if there's going to be ads interrupting the comic music in the background. <laughs> that's funny. But um, I saw this verse earlier in Ephesians. Let me go back because I screenshotted it. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. There's something up. Chapter 4, man. Something up with the chapter 4s. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I'm going to go to First Peter and highlight that verse. First Peter, I know that is in, uh, oh, lol, I know that. I don't know that because it's in the New Testament. First Peter is 703 in my Bible. I was about to say, I know it's in the New Testament. 703. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Mm -hmm. As every man hath received a gift, hath, hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold of grace of God. And then the next one is from Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Now let's see. Yeah. All the, all the Ayas, <laughs> all the Ayas are in the Old Testament, and all the Ians are in the New Testament. So, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Obadiah, Zephaniah, Zechariah, you know, Malachi, that doesn't have a uh after Haggai, doesn't have a uh. <laughs> but, you know, and then Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Thessalonians, Revelation, you know, all that, all that's in the New Testament. 
Well, we are looking for Ephesians 6.78 in my Bible. 6.78 Chapter 2, verse 8 For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Go ahead and highlight. It is the gift of God. Oh, snap. Hold on. Let me go back to First Peter seven oh three. It is the gift of God. As every man hath received the gift, what is the gift? For grace, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. That you're saved through faith and not by yourself. God is the gift. <laughs> Every man that hath received the gift, even so, minister the same, you know, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Spread the love. God is love. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, I definitely wanted to make um, a video today because I got Bible study at 7, so about an hour. And then after that, I got some plans, and I really wanted to make sure that I stayed on point and held myself accountable to make this, you know, this podcast. It's important to me to, to spread the word and help God's people, you know, so I'm glad that I was able to achieve my goal for today i've been I, actually this this is uh this is about the third or fourth thing that i wanted to do or that i wanted to get done today that i did do so i'm very proud of myself for that whenever you plan to do something guys try and try and do the follow-through you know sometimes it's really easy to make excuses and not finish the follow-through but even with the little things do the little things because then it's that much easier to do the big things, you know. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I love y'all and you guys have a great day. Stay safe. Mwah. God love